Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our Thursday episode. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for the welcome. Hi. How are you doing? Good. I feel like we haven't recorded for ages, right? I know. I know. And you, I, we, we'll get into it, but but you're a whole year older since we last spoke to you. I am. I'm feeling quite mature, I've got to say, actually. For now, I've got a question, Al. That always scares me. Well, as it should. Um, I've just had an is it just me? Someone's just sent a message, a DM to the Instagram saying congratulations on one million downloads. Getting dressed on Tuesday and commuting home on Thursday is always excellent fun. Um, for is it just me? How embarrassing is being hungry? <laughs> what? <laughs> she just said, I've just had a meeting with three blokes, which is always intimidating. Halfway through, whilst I'm meant to be smart and engaging and informative, my, and informative, that's an irony that I said that wrong, my stomach started grumbling loudly, like a small constant train on a rickety track. The shame, I have social anxiety at the best of times, and I've often convinced people find me odd and stupid, so this really didn't help. I know I'm not, but the ground could swallow me whole. I get it. I hate being hungry. Tummy rumbling, I, that, I, that I do find awkward. When we interviewed Stuart Sandeman, do you remember my t- my tummy was just like, it was on fire, literally. And I didn't, it was so annoying. I also, but I, I think that's just like, it's that's the sound of your poo being made. And I just don't think we should all be listening to it. I know it's not your fault. I know it's not anyone's fault. No, but, but like not when it's grumbling. Who shouldn't have an audio? Not when it's grumbling because you're hungry. That's not your poo being made. I don't know. I just think any tummy noises. You never know. Is it hunger? Is it poop? Like, you know, with, with yourself. Yeah. But when I hear yours going, I'm like, right, is she just like cooking something up or what's what? happening in there? <laughs> gorgeous. Gorgeous, I gorgeous I hate girls. being really hungry. But then I also think this, like, not to just like take it really deep. This like totally stems from like patriarchy. Because like women yeah. aren't supposed to be hungry. We're not supposed to eat. We're not supposed to right. like be big or whatever. So like I always found it really embarrassing. Like, you know, when you go to you know, when you go to school and you'd like need to eat <laughs> and like you'd yeah. want like a big portion because you were hungry. Like that would just be like mortifying. Like when you just didn't want a salad. Like, oh, God, totally. I'm convenient. And like, embarrassing. I feel like we were always supposed to like eat like women, like eat like ladies, like mouse sized bites and only tiny portions. And like, you can't be starving, you know, you can't like that. I feel like that feral, like hunger is just like reserved for men. Whereas actually we yeah. get just as hungry. So. And I still like make excuses for myself when I buy a lot of food, which is always like, yeah. even now I'm like, Oh, you, you know, ah, 
<laughs> what am I like? Like I can't just like buy the food. Like I just have to like make a thing about like buying the, as much food mm. as I bought. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like I did it yesterday. I bought myself like a picnic, and then I got like someone offered to carry my bag for me, like my picnic bag, and then I was really aware of like how much was in it just for me, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> or like when the takeout delivery driver brings the food and they bring or like if you order like sushi and they bring you like two pairs of chopsticks and it's just for you I once got given three I was like no it's that's, just me I love that I love that that's good going I do you know what I always love to see how many chopsticks they include like what are they guessing here yeah I love that have we got it right have we fucked up um I haven't your opinions are needed email okay I'm ready it's a long one, so buckle up. Buckle in. Buckle up, buckle in. Hi, guys. I adore the podcast. I get a little buzz of excitement every Monday and Thursday when I know I can listen to it whilst I feed my high-maintenance cats and unload the dishwasher. It never fails to put a smile on my face. That's so nice. She gets a buzz that of excitement. So nice. Oh, my God, I, I love you. She was going to say high-maintenance kid, and I was like, I'm obsessed if she's calling her child high-maintenance. But... <laughs> That's <laughs> so like sweet. high-maintenance little shit that lives with me? I'm emailing because I have an issue that I've thought about for years and I'd really appreciate your opinions. I feel I've burdened my friends with this problem so much and maybe an impartial view is needed. I've been with my boyfriend for nine years and we're happy as far as I'm aware. However, I found out during the pandemic that my boyfriend is totally against getting married. This isn't something he ever made clear during the early years of our relationship and I always imagined we'd get married one day. Hearing his views on marriage made me pretty devastated and it's caused a fair few disagreements it also causes me to get super paranoid is he against marriage generally or specifically he doesn't want to marry me I get down about this every day which sounds stupid but I feel I want him to get down on one knee and propose I want him to make a proper declaration that he wants to be with me Emma and Al you're both married does it change much in a relationship how do you think you'd feel if your husbands had had opinions similar to my boyfriend I overthink everything it was me that initiated our first date and me that drunkenly asked him if he was going to be my boyfriend back in 2013 what if he's just felt pushed into the relationship and doesn't know how to get out to get out this all makes me too nervous to broach a serious discussion with him in case I discover that he doesn't want to be with me at all so the issue generally comes out during silly arguments typing this out sounds so stupid and immature but I guess the worry lives in my mind more frequently nowadays because I've been a bridesmaid twice this summer and a lot of our friends are getting married it just all feels like a constant reinforcement that I'm not good enough because my boyfriend doesn't want to marry me it seriously knocks my confidence and makes me feel so inferior any advice or insight would be much appreciated uh please don't say my name if this gets right out um can I just say he is not going to just He's not just there nine years later because you drunkenly asked him to be your boyfriend. He, it, that, yeah. It's not going to be like, oh, that's just occurred to me. I need to complete... Like, nine years is a very long time to, like, set up shop with someone. Don't worry. Like, if it was, like, nine weeks, I could see maybe, yes, he might have got swept up. But <laughs> if he can't take responsibility for his involvement in a nine-year relationship, of course he will. You know, he obviously wants to be there because he makes a decision to be there. And he's made that through all the arguments that you've just described. You know, you said it comes out in silly arguments. You know, you argue, you live together, you have cats. You know, you've got this life together. Of course he wants to be a part of it because that's, you know, sometimes when somebody shows you who they are or somebody shows you somebody doesn't just take it just take it as they're here and you don't need to talk them out of it you don't need to overthink it you can just accept the fact that they're here right now so I think that's the first thing to say like I understand the insecurity Mm. but 
I don't think this will come up and he'll just look up and go, oh my God, do you mean I'm not handcuffed to the bed? I can leave after all. I didn't realise. Ah, bye. And then he's going to skip like jazz hands down the street. I don't think that's going to happen. Absolutely not. He clearly loves you and he clearly wants to be with you. And it's disappointing about his views on marriage. But I think the two things, you can definitely have the marriage conversation without, in my opinion, worrying that he's going to... Yeah, you're you're definitely you you have you have to bring it up, especially if it's something that is clearly eating away at you and it's coming out in the little you know it's it's manifesting in other areas of your relationship and that's more probably more dangerous like that's definitely more dangerous than actually having an open and honest discussion with him. Um, like th- this, all of this resonates with me because I was with I was with my ex for well we were together for ten years. And we were, I was 29 when we split up and I spent like three years, four years wondering when he was going to propose to me, but I never brought it up with him, which I wish I had because I just let it come out in, in like random ways. I just get annoyed at him or like passive aggressive with him, but not say why. And, you know, obviously our situations are very different, but I feel like if I had have broached that conversation it would have allowed for a lot more honesty within within our relationship and it sounds like he just has an issue with marriage which some which a lot of people do my my friend does as well he just doesn't want to get married and that's caused problems with it with his girlfriend but he remains steadfast in that it's difficult because who has to compromise you know you want to get married he doesn't so that's difficult but I think the only way you just you have to you have to work it out with him like openly and it has to be Uh, a topic of discussion if Dave didn't want to get married would you stay would you still be with him yeah definitely yeah marriage was never like a huge like it was never a huge thing for me with my ex I think the the problem was that I felt like there was a reason behind it like I I kind of felt like what this girl was was feeling like I'm not good enough and that's why he doesn't want to ask to marry me that's why like all of my friends are getting engaged but I'm not good enough to be proposed to kind of thing so it was more like that but I think if Dave said I really really don't want to get married or if he had said that I don't I I, I don't know it's hard to say but I think I, I definitely would still be with him for sure whether yeah. or not I'd be like totally happy with it I don't know um but then I do feel like, like who has to sacrifice, you know, that's difficult because why should it be well, you that has to sacrifice? on that, I actually had this conversation with, with a friend of mine and she is very against the idea of marriage and her boyfriend really wants to marry her and she keeps just basically saying no. Yeah. Um, not, I don't think they're quite flat out proposals and she's like, yeah, no, bye. But it's, you know, like she just, she keeps saying, I don't want to get married. I mean, Alex had, a, my Alex had a conversation with her and I basically said, look, I don't, when I was younger, I didn't really believe in marriage at all. Like my parents had got divorced and everybody I knew's parents were divorced and you know it just kind of seemed like a bit of a sham to me I was like I just it just looks like Mm. a lot of paperwork you know that's the only thing I can see it like that's that's the context I know it in like just like you know Mm. ending basically and I don't believe in God and I think a lot of it I know a lot of it is steeped in misogyny and ownership and so I had lots of problems with marriage 
Um, but then, of course, Alex is um, religious and God's a very big part of his life. The church is a very big part of his life. And marriage was really important to him. Mm. So my perspective changed because I realised, and this is what I said to my friend, is that I realised that my not not wanting to would never come close to Alex as wanting to. And it's, no, it wasn't even that I didn't want to, but my not believing yeah. would never way more than his belief do you know what I mean like yeah when you put the my like my reasons for not wanting to you know basically being like I don't believe in God and then I look at how big God is in his life I'm like well that's that's silly then like mine pales into insignificance and of course I should be the one to compromise because I've got less to lose like I don't yeah. have anything to lose by getting married because if I like I say I don't believe in it it's all a load of shit because God's not real then mm. you know worst case it's just a promise that I'm making to the man that I love which I would I do every day anyway so for me like it was a no-brainer and I've you know loved it and whatever and it's a hoot um but definitely for me if Alex hadn't wanted to I would just be like well okay fine like no biggie whatever yeah but I I get a little bit frustrated sometimes with other people who are the me's like I'm frustrated with this girl's boyfriend because I just think I'll just do it like it's just just fucking do yeah, it yeah like if you don't believe in god which is a really big reason for people not wanting to i'm like well then what's the worst case and then in that case you've just made a bit of a twat of yourself standing up in front of someone that doesn't exist but you know like yeah. at least you're not alone but then i also think I mean, why should you have to sell out when women don't want to get married i'm like well why should you sell out on your feminist principles mm. but then maybe this guy's principles aren't feminist maybe he just doesn't want to spend the money on it i don't know and that's another thing as well why should you spend the money on it but it's i mean it is a very confusing thing so i don't know why i'm so judgmental i shouldn't be because there's so many reasons but yeah. i just think if both people don't want to get married that's absolutely great and that's exactly as mm. it should be but i just hate the thought of you being hurt you know, I know it just feels like there has to be a compromise here or at least a situ- or at least a conversation where he you know expresses that he's willing to make you happy and like you will kind of work this one out I don't know but then yeah. But you haven't given it the chance to have the conversation because right. you've been scared that he's going to get up and leave, which I literally will bet, I promise you, no. pinky through the microphone, that that's not going to happen on the yeah. back of this conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to just suddenly make him open yeah. his eyes and realise And also, he is. this girl's saying, this all makes me too nervous to broach a serious discussion with him in case I discover that he doesn't want to be with me at all. And the thing is, like... It, it, I, I don't think that's a genuine concern but if he doesn't want to be with you at all then it's best that it comes out sooner like yeah, as shit, soon as possible so you want to know that now even though that would be obviously horrendously painful but like I feel like get yeah get to the bottom of this yeah you need to be with someone that wants to be with you you need to be some, with someone that makes mm. you really happy and, and wants you to be really happy and I and if you're scared to you know and I'm sure you can live and you would live and will live if that's how this goes a very happy life with this man without you know the formal documents and stuff but you can't live with somebody for fear that you can't live with somebody too scared to say anything you can't be on eggshells in your own house basically and you need to you need to know that you're safe and you can confidently express your feelings and if you're scared he's going to go then that that tells you quite a lot um and like let him prove you wrong and then if he does go then just think well thank fuck for that but he, he won't 
But if he did, like big dog, big bullet dodge, because it's all yeah. very well not marrying the per- the love of your life and just living a life together not married. But imagine not marrying someone who wasn't even the love of your life, and there could be someone else out there who right. would make you way happier, and you wouldn't know because you didn't have this conversation. So yeah, I think it's time to get chatty. It is, it definitely is, but I do want to give her a big hug. <laughs> I feel Me like too. Oh, it's I'll so, marry you. It's so it's so, this stuff is so hard and I so get that. Like God, I would always used to, I was always I mean it's different it's different in my old relationship because obviously something was fundamentally very wrong. <laughs> But can you in say our relationship. Very wrong in case people don't know? Sorry, so my well, yeah, so my ex boyfriend was gay and that uh, not very wrong with him but like very wrong in our relationship <laughs> obviously because you. I am you I am a woman <laughs> um and I think I knew that deep down and that's why I never wanted to to broach these conversations because yeah. I knew it would unpick something that you know like it would peel something back that could never be yeah be, you can't be fixed that. I couldn't yeah you like eating hay did you say oh that's nice <laughs> <laughs> it is a beautiful day yeah thanks for noticing and it's weird because I didn't know who's gay that never never ever ever in a million years crossed my mind but I, I just knew that there was something wrong a- anyway so I don't know if that's this girl's situation but I just, really I just, unlikely, I just, but. as in, like, I, I don't know if she knows that there's something wrong and she feels that there's something wrong. Yeah, that would be unlikely. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just, I just feel where she's coming from. And but yeah, you, you, just, you have to, you have to like get your feelings out there about this one because oh, the worst feeling is when something is like building up inside you. It's like bubbling up and you can't feel like you can't say anything, but then it just comes out in these stupid little ways where he like won't put the dish in the dishwasher and then you just like lose your mind yeah i lose my mind over that yeah nothing annoys me more in this life than a full sink um i have an embarrassing story for you embarrassing stories this email was called this this subject was called i was like oh no that there's my kind of gal she's giving us a selection um and i'm actually just going to first of all read the second one which was not even her embarrassing story to share. She's telling this Love that. on behalf of her boyfriend. So we were shopping on the top floor of a two-story TK Maps and we're heading back towards the escalator when something caught my eye and I stopped to have a look. My boyfriend continued onto the escalator unaware and assuming I was right behind him. He turned around to ask me for a kiss, to which the no. burly man who was actually standing behind him refused. My boyfriend was very embarrassed and of course said it was all my fault. Oh God. Oh I think gosh. it's really embarrassing because it's man to man as well. Yeah. Like, you know, somehow, I don't know why, I just, maybe silly women, I don't know. Somehow I feel like women would more likely be, be able to have a real laugh about that. You know, oh, well, we yeah. like, hee hee hee, like we're best yeah. friends now forever, I'll follow you on Instagram. But like that from man to man is crushingly painful. Yeah. Can I have a kiss? No. No. Fuck and then off. surely you've got the rest <laughs> of the escalator ride to go. Oh yeah, that I wonder if they were at the top. That's embarrassing. You gotta hold the gotta gotta go the whole way down. I think I just say I'm gonna walk. Thank you. It definitely must have been at the top because you wouldn't right you wouldn't have done the whole yeah. escalator in silence with your girlfriend behind you yeah. and then at the bottom gone can I have a kiss dangerous actually to want to kiss at the bottom you wouldn't turn around at the bottom not with the, 
foot coming with the with the you know caution end of the escalator. That's, you take your life in your hands. It's definitely at the top, and then you just got to stand there, just just dying as you come down. You know, oh, I wow. broke an escalator once. Did you? So embarrassing. My mum dared me to jump from halfway down. She's like, I bet you can't yeah. jump from here to the floor. Oh, I <laughs> mum. Yeah, I know. So I did. Anyway, turns out if there's a big thump at the bottom of an escalator, a body landing, for example, the escalator stops and an alarm sounds, presumably because they've assumed that somebody's <laughs> fallen down the stairs and needs assistance urgently. So I was leaving the local co-op. Oh, no. And I jumped. Oh, I was like, woo, cool, sick trick. And I landed at the bottom. She was still oh, on the escalator when it stopped. And she had to just like waddle down the rest of them. And she was like, run. And the alarm was sounding and we ran away. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I love that your mum was like, dare you. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Mom, I told you this before. We've already pl- we played, I told you this not long ago when we played odds on with my mum and she odds on herself to eat that whole Weetabix. She had a oh, dry yeah, a dry on a dare one. that she dared herself. <laughs> that she dared herself. I, I just know, love it's like, that. no one's making you do this. <laughs> Loves a dare. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Okay, I have a, I have a story. Hi, Alex and I'm, I'm a religious listener of the podcast, and by that I mean I download a bunch every few weeks to listen on my 13-hour drive to and from site because I'm a geologist, hashtag women in STEM, haha. I know. A geologist. Yeah. And she came we talked back about them. After the, yeah, after that really embarrassing yeah, thing. Yeah, she came we, back. A geologist did and we Googled it. Potentially. See, I thought she hasn't got She hadn't yet. listened yeah. to this. Yeah, that's, that's awkward. Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking that mm. if I were a geologist and I heard that, I'd think these two fucking thickos don't, don't deserve my ears. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Uh, I can't get enough. I'm currently... Okay. Uh, my new, new in capitals boss called me via Teams unexpectedly. I'm guessing that's Microsoft Teams, right? Which is like a Zoom alternative. Don't know why I need yeah. to. Sit. I like that. I, I also like that you haven't pretended. You know, sometimes like when people go on podcasts, they go, can I mention brands? As if they're on like BBC One. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, and you're obviously not. I was like, yes, obviously you can mention brands. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um my new boss called me via Teams unexpectedly and I needed to scra- share my screen and browser for him to see. It was only after the 30-minute call with my screen share that I realised I had the Spotify tab open shown as below. The tab was being covered by the presentation mode thingy on Teams and so I couldn't see it from my side, okay? So the tab is, she's got her inbox tab, you know, inbox 43 unread messages and then her name. Uh And then the next tab along is sex parties and squirting. 
Oh my god, that's our fault. We did, did that. We did that. We've caught. We've caused someone pain. He oh didn't say God, anything. I think she was watching porn. He didn't say anything, but he would have had to be really stupid to not see it. So, I'll have to let you know if I still have this job. We'll have to well, listen to the rest. He probably won't be really stupid if he's a geologist. Exactly. We'll have to listen to the rest now to see if it was worth it. It probably wasn't. I'm so sorry. Keep me in your thoughts and prayers. Kind regards. See, I'm a professional. Love her. P.S. Fuck you, Microsoft Teams, as a side note. That is cruel. She's going to keep listening to this podcast. Then she's going to hear us not knowing what geologists do. And then she's going to realise that she's lost her job all for nothing. That everybody up on the geology site think she's a pervert. And it was, it was for nothing. But also, how cruel of Microsoft Teams to show you, to not show you, what you're showing other people. I, I think know, that's an I inherent agree. flaw in the system. I'm so scared of, like, even when I go... Because, like, I've worked with... Like, I've worked with Love Honey loads. That is, that is really embarrassing, can I just say? I think I've said this before, but sometimes they ask you, when you're, when you're about to do a campaign, they ask you, you know, they say, do you need anything from the website? And obviously you do oh, if you're yeah. going to talk about the product. <laughs> and it comes via our management to their PR team, which then goes to them. So basically, it's like a waiter coming to your table via four other waiters saying, hey, what sex toys do you want? And then I have to tell April, who then tells the PR person, who then tells the And it's like, oh, great, great. Give your order, your sex great. toy order. Exactly. It's like, this is just way too intimate. This this should be done between me and the checkout basket. There should be no human involvement 100%. Here. 100%. Like, I always think sometimes, you know, like back in the olden days when men would have to, like, buy smutty magazines or like rent mm. porn from a mm. blockbusters yeah i'm like that is that takes gut i would die I'd yeah die. i think anything like that should be automated i really do mm. i would die I imagine don't now humans should you just be go involved. and get like you go and get like i don't know sean of the spreader or i don't know what would they be called was grease Tits yeah. together, tits are us. Florence and Reed are not going to ask you to be part of their porn directing. Tits are us, tits together. Tits together. <laughs> We're all I don't tits know. together. Um, like <laughs> Big Cock 3. I don't know, that sounds like a... Actually, that well, sounds like... Men aren't going to be renting... Bi- well, some of them might be, actually. I bet that's a name. Actually, no, they're probably... Th- oh, come on, let's go with something. Pizza boy. There's always something to do with a pizza boy, isn't there? Or an electrician. Or an electrician, yeah. Or, a or really gross, like her. my stepsister or like my stepmother. Really gross. Anyway. Yeah, that's always well. Yeah, and uniform. It's all perverted, in my opinion. Um, but that I think that's a special kind of bravery. Like I do, you know, like that's that's why the internet's good because theoretically you've yeah. got the privacy to watch these sordid. Shame on, on you, <laughs> as you should, and um, and then and then bam. Speaking of in, things in being automated, this is a bit of a tangent, but it is related. So bear with me. Advice actually needed from you and potentially anyone else, right? You know how I am obsessed with fake tan. Like I'm constantly fake tanning. I feel like I spend my life fake tanning, right? If you if this ends with a story of you saying you found a machine that's going to like fully do your fake tan, Can you just you? let me finish. 
then no, don't do it. If it's like a car wash for your body where it's just going to like... Okay, well, you've ruined, no. you've ruined my story now. Is that what it is? Yes. So, <laughs> I, I, I get spray tans. Like, I get spray tans quite a lot, but like not that much, obviously, because they're fucking expensive. But like, if I'm going somewhere, I like one because I'm shit at doing it myself. But they end up shit anyway, the spray tans. Anyway, I found a place near me that does automated tans, you know, like a la, a la Ross from Friends, you know? Mm. And I just feel like I'm going to give it a go. So if anyone's listening that has done one before, please let me know. I, because I, so I'm you just walk in and it. It, it's literally like that, that Ross scene. It just sprays you and I think so. You. But this is the thing. You pay £5 more for that than for a manual. So I'm like, is it better? Then No. No, because a manual gets right in there that you lift your arms That's up, the gets thing. in the pits, does yeah. the shading bits, you know. No, yeah. it won't work. It'll be terrible. I'm pleased, Al, because I thought you were going to say you'd literally found like a sort of, you know, Wallace and Gromit in the wrong trousers when he wakes up out of bed and it's that whole mechanism that sends him down the end of his bed and through the floor and then gets him dressed and then he's <laughs> no. sitting and does the marmite, marmalade and the toast. <laughs> It's the whole thing. Anyway, I thought you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say like, oh, I found a contraption and I bought it. It's next to the drum kit. And you walk in and it's like, you're like a Toyota Prius. And it's the like... Okay, well, it is a current tab open on my thing right now. At home spray tan machines. (laughs) So I'm not that far away, but I definitely don't have room. We should have done this on the Microsoft Teams and then I could have seen that. (laughs) Yeah. Then I'd have known. I do not want anyone to see my tabs. (laughs) Oh my god, can't read them out. Be no, a friend, no. can't, can't. Absolutely can't. not. Absolutely Right, not. okay, fine. What is it? Tits together, big cock three. My <laughs> tits, tits are us. An automated Tits an together, automated that was so tab. bad. That was so bad. Down at home machine. Oh, god, okay. now our imaginations are going to go back. Can you just read some tabs? So one is 15 ways the Apple Watch can fully replace your iPhone because you have an iPhone, you have an iWatch and an Apple Watch, sorry. And I just, I just get envy, but I just don't know what I'd use it for, but I just get envy. So I was like, oh, I wonder if I can, how can it fully replace my iPhone? That's exciting. So that's one tab. It's all things I'm trying to persuade myself to buy. Okay. No, persuade myself not to buy. So a tanning machine, I've got that. Automated tanning machine at home, can I buy one, is one tab. 15 ways the Apple Watch can fully replace your phone is another one. And then the other one is a functional breathing course. I'm doing a one-hour functional breathing course. God, it's never occurred to me. That's actually fascinating. I should ask you more often what tabs you have open. And then, like, tons of dresses that I'm like, you cannot buy, you idiot. See, mine is so boring. Go on. Um, I've got the Grand Prix, the Spa Grand Prix, because I was trying to get the results on Sunday. Had the wedding website of my friend that I was at the wedding of. Um, a house for sale near my mum that Alex sent me because it looked nice. The artist called Grayson Perry. Oh, then I had a nosebleed the other day, so I googled if, if I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, yeah, and then and then oh well, then I just have like I've got a basket full of me and m clothes which i will never buy i've got a basket full of lemon clothes i'll never buy i've got this absolutely stunning dress from harmur that i'll never buy do you want to see it from oh, where? what harmur never heard of that so jess hamilton put a photo uh, did an instagram of herself in this dress the other day and i thought ding dong that's nice that's n- oh i I think I saw... No, I've seen that on someone else. I think I've seen that on Iskra. 
It's really it's gorgeous. A very nice dress. So it's in my basket. Oh my god, they I, are beautiful. I know. I really want it, but I won't buy it because this is how I do things. I put everything in my basket and then I never, never buy them. Um. Okay. So I have a voice note. I love. Oh my god. Note. I love voice notes. It feels so special. It feels like just people are actually like people are actually this. there. It's crazy. I know. I always say this about. That's why I like FaceTiming everybody because. Like, I spend so long talking to my phone, it's really nice when my phone talks back to me. And I feel like that yeah. with the podcast, I feel like we talk to the listeners so much and they never talk back to us, and that makes me upset. So, I know, I and like it's hearing like from crazy them. crazy to hear a voice, and you're like, oh my god, there's actually people like it. That's it's actually real people, people, not automated people, not bots. Just no. like, huh. oh, that was a snort and a half. Right, here we go. Hey guys, um, first of all, I love the podcast. Thank you so much for bringing joy to my Monday and Thursdays um but I just wanted to say that I'm listening to your recent podcast while I'm cleaning um I work on a boat but I work on a yacht in the med so I always listen to your podcast whenever I can usually when I'm cleaning um but I was just laughing about your latest I think it was your latest um about the pampas grass um Make sure that if you do decide to put pampas grass in the beautiful vase you got for your wedding, um, don't put it in the window of your house because that indicates that you're a swinger. Don't ask me how I know this. Um, Fuck <laughs> off. It's just I thought it was just common knowledge. So, but I thought I'd let you guys. How know do that. you know this? Okay, thank you. You know, you know how she knows that. You know how she knows that because she. Oh had my god, it's common knowledge. Pampa. Pample grass in her window, and I bet you any some, a couple a horny couple arrived, and they were like <laughs> knocking on the door, ding dong. I got an email from Wild at Heart, you know, um, the florists, saying um, it took you long enough to describe what it is, but now you know. Would you like some? Which really made me laugh. Um, so they're sending some as a wedding present, very related. Oh, that's, so, that's for, so nice. For learning this basic word that apparently that everybody. So nice. Not only does everybody else know what what pam, pampas grass is, but they also know that it's the universal sign of swinging. Who knew? Well, I've just given away my my boring my boring frigid sex life, haven't I? Once a common plant outside suburban houses, pampas grass became known as a sign that the residents were swingers. Oh my god! It serves as a sign to passers-by. Who fucking knew? I really, I, I really hope. I'm obsessed that we've got a listener cleaning boats on the med. Like, what the fuck? How how cool? I know. How cool? Um, that's that's, that's really cool. Can we come on the boat sometime? No worries if not. Anyway, um, I do have like full imaginings <laughs> of of her innocently having it like because i was going to put it by the window out i had a big place for it by the front window oh my god this this, this article pampas grass in your front garden you're a oh swinger i'm gonna ask alex if we can put it in the wow. I, i'm gonna do it as an experiment i'm gonna put it because we live in quite like a the, the neighbors are very neighborly if you know what i mean so i might put some out on the in the bit in the front and see if anyone if anyone comes a knocking you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyone rings my bell. That's very, that is very risky. Oh my God, right, there are more signs that you're a swinger. Yeah, okay. Okay. Many swingers wear a black ring. Wear your bling, black ring on your right hand if you are out and open to meet other swingers. Oh my God. 
pineapples as a door knocker. That's a sign you're a swinger. Pink flamingos on the lawn. Well, I mean, yes, I can see that. That's someone that likes a good time and wants and wants everyone to be a part of it. I suppose. Garden gnomes? No, don't believe that. I, no, I don't believe that because I am neighbours with a gnome person. And you know what, Al? After their um after after one of their family members died, like they've got loads of gnomes. Like I mean, like, I'm gonna say between twenty and thirty gnomes in their front garden. And it's London, you know, it's not big. Oh. And then when somebody that they love died, I think it was Nana. I think when Nana died, um, they put Nana's oh. funeral flowers in the garden. And like the gnomes were all like interspersed around Nana's name. Okay, well, and now I feel not, bad. Well, no, I just don't alone. think... I just think that maybe <laughs> gnomes aren't the indicator of swinging because I don't think those people were using that display as a way of getting swingers yeah. in because it's like... I don't think that's what Nana would have wanted. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that's what Nana no. would have wanted. It's actually got R. R. Really bad. All the flowers died and it's just, just like... Old, it's just oh. like this, like... It just like, looked like a pyre, you know, where like after like there's been like a sacrifice and all these gnomes were just standing there with their fishing rods. It was kind of bleak. I, it didn't, it didn't scream. Oh, wow. You see, I see a plink flamingo and I could think, oh, I bet they, they could give me, give me a good time. But looking at all of those yeah. gnomes and the dead flowers, it didn't make me think. Yeah, Less it didn't so. make me think, I was, oh, I'm going to knock on their door, see yeah. if they could, you know, give me a ride. Well, wow. Well, no one, honestly, no one can ever accuse this podcast of not being educational. <laughs> I concur. Like, I, I, I actually think it's an educational Pink flamingos, podcast. gnomes, pample grass, pampas grass. Pampas grass, pineapple door knockers, door. and black rings on Fine. your right hand. I think gnomes yes. excluded, all of those would be indicative of somebody that looks like they want to have a good time. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. That's your sign. I'm going to put my pample pample moose. Pample mousse. <laughs> That's French for grapefruit. I knew you'd know that. Pample mousse. Um, yeah, yeah. Put, oh my god, I thought you could say for pineapple. That would have been cool. That would have been a real circle. Well, okay. Well, I'm going to put it in the window because well, I haven't got anywhere else to put it. But well, I'll just see what happens. You know what I mean? Like I, I've been, I've I'm excited. been saying for, for ages that we ought to get the neighbours round. So maybe this will speed that process along. This is this is your chance. <laughs> I live in a very old part of town as well. Oh, like, no. There are some oh, ancient no. people on this road. Oh. I know. I don't think it'll be like tits our ass. I think it'll be like oh. tits our ankles, but... Pray for Am and, okay. um, and Alex. Pray for Am and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a busy weekend. Uh. Oh, God, we'll be exhausted. But by the time... <laughs> I was like really gonna go with that and then I was like picturing our actually elderly neighbours. No, I was like, no, I can't, no. I can't. Um Yes. We'll end it here before I just like ruin ruin my house for myself forever. Thank you all so much for listening. Please, please continue to send in all your stuff. Um you can either DM us on Instagram at should I delete that or you can email us at should I delete that pod at gmail.com. Uh voice notes always very welcome. We love a voice note. And yeah, we will see you on Monday. If anyone's ever been swinging, can we find? Can we just have some yeah. information? How did you find the other swingers? Did you find them online or did you go old school? Yeah, yeah, find yeah. Out the door oh knocker, my god, yeah. Ring well, on the right to... hand. Tell me, what's... I knew swingers. I knew swingers. I my friends' parents at school were swingers. Uh, we, oh my god, we should get some swingers on. I'd love to talk to them. 
I'd love that. I know, I'd love it. I'd love that because I just, I, 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 each to their own sexually, do what you want, I don't care. I just, I, I always want to know how the etiquette yeah. of these things go. Like, do you come in for dinner? Like, who cooks? Like, do you go to bed? Like, what are you wearing? I so, many so many questions. questions. So many questions. And, like, what happens if you go for a couple and they're just like, oh, no, you've misunderstood. That's just pample grass. Like, that's... Pample grass. That, I, just, I just like it because it's decorative. Like... I inherited that pineapple knocker from my raunchy aunt. I didn't think anything of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Please go. Um, yeah, so if you've swung, yes. we'd love to hear from you. And see you on Monday. Yeah, we'll see you on Monday. Thanks very much for listening. Bye. And we love you. Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that? It's part of the ACAS Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.